בשם השם נעשה ונצליח. It's good to be back. Yesharim, chapter 13. Our moral GPS for Rosh Chodesh Tov. Nobody could uh, doubt that it's more appropriate to learn Nisat Yesharim now that we're in the holy month of Elul. And Hashem should help us that uh, we should uh, be very successful in our pursuit of Teshuvah. Amen. So we're at that. It says, Right now, we talked about the marvelous Mida, an attribute of... Um, being very humble and bashful. Now he wants to talk about kavod. kavod yekara It says it's very important to respect the mitzvah. I want to tell you an amazing story with the Khatam Sofer. He said the Khatam Sofer had the most prestigious yeshiva at this time, Pressburg. So it's an amazing, amazing story that shows you that not everything is about the IQ level of somebody, but it's about the integrity and sensitivity. So the, the yeshiva basically had only one spot open. And this story fits in so beautifully with the Ramchal's trying to teach us. So two people came. One simple boy, his father wasn't a rabbi, he wasn't the smartest, very average Joe Shmo. But he had a very good character, refined character. The second boy that came was a genius. To everybody's dismay and shock, the, you know, the administration of the yeshiva, the Khatam Sover rejected the genius boy, and he accepted the the um the average boy into yeshiva, which was everybody was astonished and dumbfounded, you know. So they 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 asked the Khatam Sofer, why do you do such a thing? He said, honestly, it was for the winter's month. So it was right after Sukkot. They had both come to take a test to enter the exam. So he says, from the my office was overlooking where the sukkah was. The boy that was a genius had zero sensitivity. He walked over all over the schach. What do you mean? He walked on the schach itself? Yeah. It was on the floor. They, had, on the floor and then they were dissembling the sukkah. So he w- but the first boy I saw was, was much more refined. He was careful to walk around it. So he said, that's what I'm looking for in my yeshiva. Somebody that doesn't respect the mitzvot. You know, this is such a holy thing, the sukkah, especially the schach of it. And he just walks on it, shows he doesn't have that refinement. So, it's very important that the mitzvot should be, you know, very precious to us. As it says, This is my God and I will beautify Him. We have to beautify the mitzvot. Because again, the mitzvot 
are our way of, so to speak, repaying Hashem and thanking Him for all the goodies. He gave us such great gifts. I was in Yellowstone, and uh, you see the amazing beauty of nature. You look at these hot springs, they have all the colors of the rainbow in them, and gold, and beautiful waterfalls, and the beautiful clouds. I've never seen such beautiful clouds. This beautiful, there's no artist like Hashem. So we have to emulate the Almighty, and when we create something for Hashem as a gift, because each mitzvah is a connection between us and Hashem. We shouldn't do substandard and be cheap, you know? Mm-hmm. That's the most um, hypocritical and... Um, well, not just that. There's also a little bit of a sad misconception that that's going around, around that some people feel that the Mesilat Sharm is not relevant nowadays. Not for today anymore. No, I want to make it super relevant. Let me explain to you why. Some people, when it comes to the bar mitzvah, they they spend more bar money on the uh, bar than the mitzvah. Than the mitzvah, <laughs> and that's sad. The tefillin they want the cheapest, or they buy a ten million dollar house, they buy the cheapest mezuzah. It says no. Chazal tell us in the Gemara in Shabbat and Sukkah. That you have to have a beautiful sisit, like my Rebbe Rabbi Grossman Zatzal. I just bought his Haggadah actually a few months ago. He would always say, like, just like a person buys a new, he said, some people you go to shul, it seems that they never change their, you know, cause even Yekisha Jews, the guy, the, 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 the guy may be like 90 years old, it seems that he hasn't changed his sisit since his wedding. <laughs> 70 years, 60 years. He says, just like a person buys a new suit every year, mm-hmm. perhaps it's appropriate every few years to buy a new CC. So it's pristine, beautiful. Money comes and goes. But the mitzvot are what we build our own with. And the angel that we create by doing that mitzvah, the more you invest in it, the more... You beautify it. Yes, it's exactly like you said. Some you beautiful, beautiful tefillin you should have. Again, Something I said it's a tra- it's literally a tragedy. It's really sad. It's People miss the crazy amount of money on the other stuff, and then when it comes to like, you yeah, know, they have made the the main dish, the side dish, and then they've made the ikar the tafel tafel the ikar. Exactly, everything is upside down. That's why one of the reasons we need Mashiach so badly, but. The bottom line is, you have to be, be, be everybody according to their budget. If somebody has a multi-million dollar house and he wants to donate a Sefer Torah to his shul, he should do, 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 donate the most beautiful one. Or, you know, in a few months, a uh, few weeks actually, Sukkot is coming up. So you should um, look at it as an investment. So, and it says... You could spend up to one third of your um, money income on to make a mitzvah beautiful, and that's considered appropriate. He says, until that it's yours, and the one more than one third that's up to Hashem. So again, we're talking about chasidut here. 
This is why people that don't learn Musar and don't learn Dafyomi and go through Shas and constantly grow, their observance starts really, really decaying. They stop, you know, really serving Hashem like Rav Volbi says in Ali Shore in a deep, meaningful way, you know? They, they kind of sold their soul to the devil because either you're going up or going down. So if you're not going up, automatically, inevitably, you're going down and, you know, Something that's very clear in the Mitzvah Hashem is Hashem just doesn't want us to do a mitzvah, but He wants us, you know, it's the spirit of the mitzvah. It's how precious... Somebody just responded and said, sorry, I can't <laughs> So He said, it's, you know, it's the spirit of the mitzvah. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. You, you... Listen, let me give you a good example. When one has a guest comes to his house... It's not only how you, even if you give the guest the most expensive uh, dish, steak, but it's how you treat the guest, how you welcome him, you smile at him, you get what I'm saying? It's the same thing with the mitzvah. It's not like, oh, I want to do the mitzvah, boom, boom, and get it over with. You have to analyze Put a little bit of thought into it. How could I do it in the most perfect way? How could I do it in the most prestigious way? How should I do it in the most... Um, yeah, I mean, Ravolbi actually has a very beautiful schmooze on this, actually. about It's about Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur. He says, a lot of times Teshuvah, people think, is I have to do more mitzvahs. Absolutely wrong. That's one aspect of it. But real teshuva for people that are ben Torah and ben das is that I want to get closer to Hashem. Doesn't necessarily mean that I have to Im- increase the quantity of our mitzvahs, oh, but I, I need to, to refine it. I have to increase the quality of what I'm doing. Which means, listen, two people could bench Saber Katamazon. One of them it takes a minute, and really he's. Hard to know, but one of them takes like five, seven minutes, and he's really in a sense of gratitude, and you know. So Rabotai, in this time, auspicious time of Anila Dodi Vedodi Li, we have forty days uh, that we we have to have some introspection and insight into our heart and mind. And audit our spiritual welfare and our service to Hashem. Do an internal audit. And Teshuvah is not only about increasing our mitzvahs, which is wonderful, but it's also about um, being more meticulous and deep and precise and beautifying our mitzvahs. Uh, Doing more quality mitzvah, right? He says, silly people say, ah, I'll give Hashem a garbage mitzvah. I won't respect the mitzvah. Who cares? I should, the main thing is I'm doing it. Hashem doesn't care that um, I should have the most pristine and beautiful Sefer Torah when I do it to a shul or, right? Because Hashem is intellectual. Hashem is more... This is just for people that respect their eyes. You know, like... See, some silly people may argue that this is an external thing. How 
uh, beautiful and expensive a mitzvah is. So he says, so he says as long as the mitzvah is done with a purity of heart, it doesn't matter that um, basically it's like the most ugly etrog or it's the most, uh, my talit is from a lifetime ago, my talit kadol. He says this is absolutely wrong. The truth is, God is called El HaKavod, God of honor. Which means, See, a lot of times, if you look at also in the Kabbalistic things, it makes me cry inside. People that, that argue and they're cheap when they do a mitzvah, first of all, one of the first lessons that Mepharshim say, one of the first lessons of the Torah is Hashem rejects cheap people. Kain and Hevel. Kain gave his best, Hevel gave garbage, and you saw that Hashem didn't like that. Yeah. But God is also a God. This is what I want to say. It's brought down in the Kabbalistic books that the happiness you have when you do a mitzvah, you get more reward than the mitzvah itself. That's wow. how you approach it. Same thing, idea here. Is this mitzvah your life? Is it the main dish? So therefore, you know what I'm saying? He says, if you do a mitzvah in a very garbage dick away, right? Like, uh, for example, God taught us right at the first few pages of the Torah that He doesn't like people that are just throw their garbage in front of Hashem and say, he's the mitzvah I'm doing, right? I'm going to give, throw my trash and give that as an offering to God. God rejected that. He says, we have to respect Hashem. And even though God doesn't need our... God, by us respecting or not respecting Him, doesn't make God less or more respectable. That's for sure. God is complete and perfect. It's not like, oh, if we don't respect Hashem, then Hashem is not a perfect or not honored. But he says, the question is, it's, it makes you closer to Hashem and you respect Hashem. You understand? When you, it shows the mitzvah is an insignificant thing when you are cheap about it, you know, and you give your substandard. See, it's so sad. Because these same people, these same immigrants, when it comes to their car or house, they spend such extravagant money and... They'll throw the most lavish parties and then when it comes to getting the right catering, they're like, oh, okay, we'll get kosher but not glot. Yeah. What? Yeah, it's it's disgusting. It's despicable. It's, it's so... I, it doesn't make Hashem happy. One has to have the most honor and prestige... For his spirituality. Because, the, you know, I thought about this a lot. You know what the problem with those people is? They don't, they're not in tune with their neshama. So, one has to spend lavishly and extravagantly on his neshama. So that's supporting Torah, investing in good and getting a good, even giving thousands of dollars, they say to Kola Lavrach, to be your Chabrusa, to teach you, you know, going to the bed. You need to, you know, that's one thing I learned from my father, Zatzal. He, he gave millions of dollars to Staka. And I said, how can you give so much money? It's more than 20%, you know, 10 or 20%. He said, David, this is, uh, it says your time coming up in 12 days. Zichrona yeah. Levracha. Uh, he said, it's an investment. See, the ultimate investment is investing in your own Haba, which is forever. He says, I don't look at this as just a... Uh, 
See, when a person approaches a mitzvah and is cheap, it's kind of also subconsciously showing that it's not his main dish, you know? It, 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 it reflects bad on you. Because it's showing you that the mitzvah to you is just something that, you know, you robotically, casually have to do. But it's not like your main emphasis. Because because the biggest try is, you see in their lifestyle, something that is important to them, ooh, they get a party planner, and they have to get, they spend ten times, they spend ten times of what is necessary, honestly. Sometimes twenty times. You can make a very, very respectable and fancy, you know, not fancy, but comfortable, nice, respectable wedding for 50000 50000 why did they go spend a hundred, five hundred thousand? It's all show off, because they're they're addicted to this world. This world is their main, and that's sad. He says, a per, such a person is a sinner when he needs to invest in a mitzvah, which is his whole olam haba, and he just is cheap about it. The, the, who he says this is what the last prophet Malachi says. He says when you Come, and you yourself want to eat the most luscious, luscious and juicy steak, you know, grade A. But then, what korban do you bring to Hashem? A blind animal. It's called hekrivunal lepetecha. It says Hashem It says, do you think Hashem is going to forgive you for your sins when you bring the cheapest and most uh, um, undesirable? Animal to Hashem, the Hashem, Hashem, Hashem is not going to accept that. It's it's an animal that's God forbid, you know. Um, inferior. That's the word I'm looking for, right? You bring it's for yourself, for your tummy, in honor of yourself. You go buy the most grade A prime rib, you know, and um, so on and so forth. But when you bring stuff to Hashem, the, the, the Navi screams about it. It says, Hashem is not going to forgive you. So he says, but how are Chachamim? Are Chachamim when they served Hashem? The Gemara in Sukkah says, water that was revealed uh, overnight, right? You know, it's not so good because water needs to be covered. So it says, "Inyan mentioned kalesh loistanem mistanem mitam imur danol lehedi legvua mikama." So he says, "If a person want to drink it himself, doesn't mean you should use it for netila, you know, and use it for a mitzvah." Because it's saying Hashem doesn't like it that for your own stomach you use grade A, and then for Hashem you bring inferior stuff that's blind or handicap animals. Reena hechizon yesh b'mukom shenasnu gufarim. It says, actually, Hashem, you have to have a higher standard. Even though technically, water, if you want, if you uh, put it in a strainer and you make sure that it doesn't have venom or any, you know, you left it uncovered, you, mm-hmm. you could eat it, but it's like for Hashem, you shouldn't bring that. Because Hashem is a higher standard. Right? I remember um, the uh, Hashem is our creator. Every joy we have in life, every gift we have in life, life it's every oxygen we breathe. Hashem, we should give the... the that's why the Bet HaMikdash is all the most precious gold and silver, you know, and 
all these uh, most extravagant gems on the heart of the Kohen Gadol. Because you have to give the best things in creation mm-hmm. to Hashem. We owe Hashem so much. I mean, besides the Mesad Yesharim, to be a balanced and complete Jew, one has to learn the Chobat HaLevavot. And we, we, he bases our whole service on Hashem that we, on the Shara Bechina, the Chobat HaLevavot says, everything is about Bitachon, trusting Hashem, but before that, why do we need to serve Hashem? Because we owe Him so much. He's given us health and wealth and such unlimited beauty. Like I was uh, enjoying a mango a few hours before. The golden color, like when they said Columbus first had one. He said he thinks this is the mana. He's found the mana from heaven. What? He said literally the mana? Yeah, he thought this is this is what the mana was. He said, this must be Garden and I came to. He was, you know, he had never had it. And, you know, the color is golden. And, but um, it's saying that See, it, it, it comes out that the Ramchal is saying, it's like a person that's a chassid that loves Hashem is in a different world than the person that just, the mitzvahs for him are wishy-washy and he's he's thoughtless and heartless about them. He wants to give Hashem his garbage like Kayan did, but the, he, the Ramchal is arguing to the contrary. Hashem is the king of kings. That's what Rosh Hashanah is about, right? Mm-hmm. We have to serve Hashem with fear and love. Right now, we have to, from tonight, we have to inject in our soul, in our in our conscience, in our spiritual DNA that listen, Hashem's the king. King, you don't throw garbage in front of the king; chops off your head, you know. So, rather, the, these people are making a terrible mistake. For Hashem, even if you have yourself, you will for the, right. There's substandard, standard, and then there's high class, right? Hashem, actually, for Hashem, we should give the highest class, right? We should give grade AA, A+. Not just something that's mediocre. Because Hashem is the king of kings. And um, he created such a beautiful rainbow of beautiful vegetables and fruits and um, a glorious... Nature. So Hashem should help us to respect the mitzvot, doing it in a meaningful way, and not be cheap. Amen. Kainat.